Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good, Good morning, morning Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say, Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day. We thank you for this opportunity to come to you. We thank you for this opportunity to pray with you, O Holy Spirit, knowing that you pray with us and on our behalf. And you teach us through your spirit of revelation, you grant us a better understanding of new things that you want to impress upon our spirit. We thank you, Lord, for your word. And though we read it many times, we have not understood a lot of it. But you reveal to us, Lord, you open our understanding there. And you show us what you want us to know this day. You give us this day our daily bread out of your word. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you for the peace and joy that you pour upon our hearts. And we come to you in our secret place. And we share the same, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and part of this praying family. <clears throat> we share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that have no one to pray for them. We share it, Lord, with everyone that is a Christian and does not yet know you and all those that do not want to know you. And we ask for a quickening in their spirit that they might see the truth, that they might see your light. It is your truth that sets us all free. It is your spirit of liberty who when we receive his presence in our hearts and when we become his temple, then that spirit of liberty frees us from all bondage, from all limitations. And we pray, Lord, let your spirit descend upon every person all those that you call, Lord, that we may heed your call, that we may come to you, so that by your word and by your spirit, there is liberty. We thank you, Lord. And this is what gives us the confidence then to pray and to call on your name in our place of prayer. As we raise our petition, we call on the name of our Father, our Maker, the Great I Am, the Lifter of men who blots our transgressions, the one who is the ancient of days, the God of peace, who shall bruise Satan under our feet. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one that taught us to call God our father, the rock on which we build our life, our foundation, who came to show us what abundance looks like when he said that same thing in John 10, 10. He showed it, by, showed it to us by his life, demonstrated it the author and the finisher of our faith and our destiny. The one who has enriched us in all utterance and knowledge. The word himself. The light that came down from heaven. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth, the spirit of the creator, the hand of the father, the scepter of the king of kings. The one who has tabernacled his presence within our temple, our bodies, and now gives life to this mortal body that we are charged in the spirit that we are made alive. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of your word, your spirit, 
for the gift of angels and destiny help us. For every spiritual gift in the heavenlies and every physical provision that you made available to us in accordance with your riches, not in accordance with what we deserve when we are judged. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy that you renew for us every single day. That you do not get irritated and tired with us repeating the same mistakes again and again. We thank you, Father, that you cover our shame, you cover our vulnerabilities. That you overlook our mistakes and are ever willing to work with us patiently and no matter how slow our pace of learning is. To rise above our fleshly ways. We thank you, Father, for your love that is unending, unchangeable towards us. And we thank you for the grace that you pour upon our lives every single day. For everything that worked out in our favor. For every blessing that we receive. For every success that we achieve in things we do with our own hands, with our thoughts. Many a times believing that they are our own achievements, our own capabilities our own talents. We thank you, Lord, knowing that you are behind all of those. We thank you, Father. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for our lives, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of spiritual attacks and any other natural disasters. I declare divine exemption from all of these calamities and we declare angelic protection in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. And also herald the power in your spoken word, Lord, as we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eaters. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day, and we declare that it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it, when we send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. Thank you, Jesus. Today, we continue on our reflection on the assignment of money in our life, the third part. Yesterday, we reflected on the need to shift our mindset, to change the way we think and the way we look at our own life and the position that money carries in it. To change our mindset from one of exchanging time for money to being a person of value, to being value focused and looking within to identify what we have of value that will help generate that wealth. God created us for a relationship with him to spend time and focus on him and his works, the works of his kingdom. So we need to look at ways to rise above 
our limitations, any yokes that we see on our life. And when we look at it, you will see multiple patterns with which looks like yokes. Where there are certain ways we keep doing things as our daily routine. And yet we stand up and say we have no time for God. The busyness in our life. We need to look at ways, identify ways to rise above those. And when we talk of value, God has placed his gifts on each of our lives. Romans 11 verse 29 says, God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. So when he gives you a gift, he cannot take it back. 1 Peter 4 verse 10 and 11 says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. So Peter instructs us then, use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself was speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything that you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. If you choose not to step out and make maximum use of those gifts and talents on your life, then the talent remains unused, unidentified, hidden and wasted. What do we end up spending our lives with? We end up spending our lives and our days on this earth, helping others reach their goals while we do not even take a single step towards our own goal. We do not even know what our goals are. We do not achieve anything. So what do you do here onwards? The first thing to do is to reflect on our own lives to identify what position have we given money? What status does it carry in our life? How important it is? Have we placed it above God? We renew our mindset. Remember Romans 12 verse 2 talks about not conforming to the ways of the world, but renewing our mind by the word of God. We say it in our I confess boldly as well. That's what renewing is. You renew your mindset. The patterns that you have in the way we think, the way we've grown up and been taught to think. And we now identify as, hang on, wait a minute. This does not look right. This does not align with where I want to go. Then we need to take a step back, stop there, think again, and renew our thinking to what is the right way for me ahead. And we stick with that. That also includes thinking about what is our attitude towards money. We ask God to show us the way. And you apply that new mindset. So that's our second step. Second step is submit to God. Some of these new thinking that the Holy Spirit might impress on us can be very confronting and challenging at times. That renewal process can be difficult, so we need to ask for grace for help. For the first time when you were told to tithe, that would be that kind of confrontation, a very good example of it. 
and you'd think that's a lot of money to give away 10%. It takes a lot of renewing of the mind to reach that. Deuteronomy 8 verse 18 says, it is God who gives you the ability to produce wealth. So if he gives us the ability, what do we do? If we want to rise above to be productive in that sense, we need to submit to him. We need to go to him and ask the question, Lord, your word says this. Why is it not happening in my life? What am I missing? What do I need to do? What is the next step for me ahead? Which of my thinking, my ways, do not align with your ways so that you bestow that ability to produce wealth upon my life? We need to ask those questions in our place of prayer. <clears throat> we keep on asking until you receive answers. We keep on looking for answers, not only in our place of prayer. Once you ask the question there, we need to go out in our lives and look at Every opportunity that comes our way and every opportunity that we have not looked at so far and evaluate, analyze it to see, Lord, is that a potential way for me to make something out of it? Anything that will help you redeem your time back is as good as producing wealth. Often we waste our time on things that are of little value. We need to look at that end as well. It is not only the money aspect. The third step is to ask him for direction, to follow his instruction. To wait in the secret place, wait on him. He provides ideas, solutions, revelations, self-awareness for that renewal. All aimed at touching abundance. He also starts to reveal the gifts that he has given us. We need to look at it from that lens with that eye to identify something that we probably knew all along but never really used it wisely. What is that one thing that you have given me, Lord, that can turn my life around? I ask for that wisdom, for that direction to show me the next steps. Where can I go? So that I can turn my life around from trading time for money to living it on my terms. We need to ask him to reveal those gifts he has given us. So that we can start using them for our own benefit but more so for the good of others. That then sits in alignment with his kingdom principle. We do not bury that talent in the ground, but we take it out to the world and trade. The parable of the three talents. Oh, sorry, the three servants with the talents. But the first thing for us then, the next step, that's fourth one. The first thing for us is to learn to be a giver. And he says this in multiple places in the Bible. Learn to be a giver so that the love of money is not in us. The love of money is not in you. 
it is not money that is the cause of root evil but the love of money as timothy says as paul says in his letter to timothy the love of money is the root cause of all evil but if we learn to be givers then the love of money cannot get to our hearts we do not serve mammon as our master and it is for that that he trains us with his system of tithings offerings giving do you remember luke 6 verse 38 which says give and it shall be given unto you this is why to rise above the love of money he does not say take and it shall be given he says give and it shall be given so the first for us to do first thing is to give then we are given and then when we are given no matter the volume that is given to you it cannot get to your heart if we become a consistent giver proverbs 15 verse 27 says whoever is greedy for unjust gain troubles his own household but he who hates bribes will live it's a very deep statement and the word i would underline there is troubles his own household not just himself whoever is greedy for unjust gain by cheating others through any illegal process their entire household suffers for that mistake it's a very dangerous thing now when you look at this verse this is a law from god it is in his written word proverbs 15 verse 27 then a lot of people wonder why is everyone sick in my family what is happening all around we are only seeing distress everyone has some or the other problem we need to look closely at statements like these in the bible and wonder where did i go wrong what did i miss what should i be more careful of if i am to avoid such things from happening in my life now finally close with jesus words in mark 8 words 36 mark 8 was 36 where he said what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world but loses his soul what shall it profit means there is a business transaction taking place there that's why he talks of profit and he expects it to be profitable what are you selling when you gain the world when you gain and he says gain the world he means gain everything that you hope to gain if you look at isaiah 48 verse 17 it says god is the one who teaches us to profit what are you selling when you gain the world when you profit in that way and is it a good profitable deal are you looking at it from a fleshly way to see profit or are you looking at it from flesh and spirit both remember 3 john 1 2 where he said he prays that we should prosper in both not only in one and you grow in the flesh proportionate and parallel to the growth in the spirit not the other way around where you only grow in the flesh and no growth in the spirit
have you compromised on values on biblical teachings have you compromised on holiness for sin in order to profit on your time or have you sold everything and bowed down to satan adopting his ways many times we make that mistake knowingly or even unknowingly in some cases we have been fooled there maybe it was at a time where these things never mattered to us but then when we found jesus things change the benchmark changes it is time to think on all of those and to ask god for the way out of slavery to money for a way out of living a spiritually poor life and if we don't like what we are seeing in our personal reflection when we think about ourselves and we reflect on where we are at in this journey or where we are at in relation to money then it is time to go back to the secret place and patiently first repent and then patiently ask god for answers we repent for our mistakes we ask forgiveness knowing that he will clothe us in righteousness you meditate there on romans 8 verse 1 there is now no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus when there is no condemnation for you then you ask answers lord what is the way out of this where is my path ahead what do i need to do what must change what is that grace that i need to have upon my life i ask for it lord what is the wisdom that will take me from this end to the other and you you use james 1 verse 5 to insist on it lord your word says that you shall give wisdom to all those who ask ungrudgingly so i am asking and he will reveal if we are fervent enough and we keep persevering in our prayer remember i how elijah prayed nine times till he saw that little cloud coming in the sky when he prayed for rain we need to have that kind of perseverance that we don't give up on the third time and say that's it there's no cloud of hope coming anywhere when then we go and action that plan as dr miles wonder says money is not for spending money is not for spending it is for creativity and then you must learn to manage money to budget it to tithe to give to replenish to build going back now to genesis 127 what is our purpose to replenish to build and to leave a legacy for your children's children father in the name of jesus i ask for that understanding for that discernment for that revelation to dawn on each of us lord so that when we look at our relationship with money when we look at how much we are involved in materialism and what does a spiritual life compare to it when we look at where we are lord in terms of our availability to spend time with you our relationship with you we ask lord for that grace to rise above to renew our mind to make that decision this day and we ask for direction ahead lord that the yoke of money can never come over us as jesus said in john 10 10 i came that you might have abundance lord we ask for that coming into our lives 
with your wisdom, with your understanding and with all the revelation that you and education that you want to pour into our hearts. So that with that education, Lord, with your grace upon our life, we are able to make the right choices that are presented before us, knowing that Satan will throw his choices in the mix as well. We ask for the discernment to choose wisely with whatever lies ahead, Father. That we never come under the yoke of money, but money always remains a resource that is available to us that we can use to build wealth in your kingdom, to grow your kingdom, Father, and to grow ourselves along with it. We ask for edif that edification in our spirit this day. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, for all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division and separation. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of yokes over their lives. Bondage of poverty, ignorance, busyness, and prayerlessness. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved, Lord. We place them before you and we ask for a quickening in their spirit this day. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. As we release our faith and our prayer, making this our prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit and one with your Holy Spirit, Lord. We believe that this prayer that we release is an answered prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Kiyanda <laughs> Shara <laughs> 
scripture that was placed on my heart today is from Ephesians 3 20 and 21 now to him who by the power at work within us is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever amen thank you Jesus amen Thank you, Jesus. We have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from Matthew 6, verse 19 to 21, quoted from the NIV, which talks about treasures in heaven. And it is written, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy. And where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. And the second scripture is from the book of Malachi, chapter 3, verse 9 and 10, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, You are under a curse, your whole nation, because you are robbing me. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty. And see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, Brother Savio's powerful reflections, the Friday Bible studies and the daily Rosary and Divine Mercy sessions, please share the recordings and share the links for people to join on Zoom and YouTube as well. Share the blessing.
those links are present on all our channels as well as the recordings are stored on youtube on links are posted on facebook and they're also stored on our spotify podcast channel all you can search for them by the holy spirit brisbane prayer group also a reminder that there will be bible study teaching this friday we will resume on our topic on implementing spiritual laws the third part where we will learn in this series how to establish spiritual authority and remain in expectation and we will also learn our authority as believers and spiritual law and finally we will learn how to activate our spiritual authority so we shall post links again for people to join we shall post these links on our telegram group on facebook and on youtube please share those links with family and friends and invite as many as you can to come and join us in that eye opening series and let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of jesus and for his glory be blessed and have a wonderful day everyone thank, thank you, you so god bless, bless everyone